Welcome back everyone to the Chat Shit Show. This is episode three and in this episode we're going to be talking social media and all things to do with the online world. Now if you listened to the last episode um, you will know that I forgot to bring my handy dandy notebook with all my podcast notes in it. Do you know what I've brought with me today? I've only gone and brought the book haven't I? I can see my mind map right in front of me, all my ideas, everything I want to talk about So I'm prepared, I'm ready. And it's a cosy one today, actually. I'm feeling real cosy right now because I'm in the studio Monday night. It's currently half past eight. And I've actually brought with me a beverage. A beverage. Um, People slander me for this this, uh, drink. And I think they should stop because it's actually really nice. It's a can of vanilla Coke, guys. So we're going to crack it open and get ready for the pod. Ooh. That was good, wasn't it? Okay, quick sip. Okay, now I'm ready. So, the online world and social media. Now, I want to start off by saying, like, I myself am a massive user of social media and just online in general. I mean, the way I set this podcast up is all online, the way I promote it is all online. The way I communicate with all my friends and family is all online. Um, The way I do research or the way I do work for my uni course is all online. And I'm sure most of you can relate to all of those things um, because being online and being on social media is so important these days. Like it's literally in every aspect of our daily life. So it's, it's hard to escape from it. But I just think sometimes we need to sit back and just think about the bigger picture to do with to do with online and to do with social media because it becomes very overwhelming and very kind of like consuming I don't know if that's the right word but maybe it's just me but when I'm scrolling for too long or when I'm you know when I spend too much time on my phone or just online in general I just start to feel like I've wasted my time because I'm taking in all all this info, like all these like updates from people and their life. And then I'm just sat there just reading about their life. And then I'm thinking, well, what am I doing with my life? I'm just sat here reading about everyone else, which can become really like it can eat you up a little bit because you just feel like you've wasted your time. You feel like you're not doing as much as everyone else. And I don't know, it can just make you feel a bit crap, to be honest. It really can. But like passive scrolling like that's what you call scrolling for hours and hours on end like we all do it we can all admit that we do it because everyone knows that everyone does it like I sit here and I'll and I'll go home later and I can guarantee that one of my flatmates or one of my friends is going to be scrolling on their phone or I can guarantee later before I go to bed I'm going to be doing the same thing so it's just like it's one of them things that we know has bad connotations and it's it's not great for us but we can't help it because the last few years it's been so common and been like it's been so apparent to us that it's so normal that we just carry on which is weird because sometimes I forget that social media is actually a very new thing like it's very very new should we get some dates up let's see like when Instagram was created because I'm pretty sure Facebook was the 90s I'm pretty sure let's check Facebook first um facebook release date let's have a look oh okay facebook was 2004 so for reference that was the year i was born so you know it's still very fresh and very new let's check instagram instagram release date instagram was 2010 2010 now that for it to only be around for 13 years, and not only just Instagram, like I'm talking Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, literally the lot of them, TikTok as well. For them to only for them to be around for less than 20 years and to have this much of an impact on humans and the whole world, not even like a handful of humans as well, literally the whole world, like is crazy. It's really, really crazy to think about because I don't know anything else that has had that impact impact on the world in that short space of time 
sorry, that was really badly phrased. I mean, I don't know anything else that has had that big of an impact in such a short amount of time. There you go. Sorry, I got my words muddled up the first time, but it's okay. I corrected it. So it's just kind of like, why? Like, why are we doing it? And I, I've got a few reasons like written down why why we spend so much time online. Like, And like I said earlier, like for learning, for news updates. Like I was thinking on the way here, I can't remember a time where I last watched the news. Like, I'm not being funny, but people my age don't wake up and put on the news. My grandparents might, but that's because they don't have Instagram or Facebook to scroll through to see the daily news and what's going on in the world. They can't see what's trending on Twitter, you know, because they don't have it, whereas I do. So if I wanted to know anything that was going on, I'd go straight there. I wouldn't put ITV News on the TV and see what's going on. I just I just wouldn't because TV is slowly dying out. It really is. Like streaming sites are taking over. Netflix, you know, um Amazon Prime, what else have we got? Disney Plus. They're all taking over. So TV's dying out. So when TV eventually does die, social media is going to be the only way we can receive and read news which is kind of scary because obviously we like to know what's going on in the world I'm sure everyone does I don't think anyone would say no I don't like to see what's going on I hate to see what's going on like all the problems people are facing and stuff because I don't think that's what people would say but what I'm trying to say is there's going to be a time that will come where our only source of news is going to be Instagram stories and Twitter trending pages and things like that which I don't think is good for us because yes we can see pictures on there and see the extent of problems people are facing and things like that but with the news like we have oh my god I've forgotten the word what is what is the word journalists we have real journalists that go out to these places and we physically see in real time what's going on in the world and I think that has way more of an impact than seeing a news article on Twitter. I really think it does. And I think most people would agree with me on that because if I see like 10 minutes of the news, I start to feel more emotion than I would if I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see a news article. And I think that's just a given because it feels less real when it's on your phone because everything's on my phone. So when it comes to real big like issues in the world, for example, like let's take the earthquakes at the minute that are happening in Turkey and Syria. I found out about that through my phone and I've seen photos and things like that. But I think if I saw that on the news, like I said, in real time and real people, I would feel a lot more emotion. I would feel more sympathy and things like that I'm not saying I don't feel any sympathy or emotion because obviously I do like what's happening is is horrible but it would affect me and people more if we didn't see it on a tiny screen that's in our pockets constantly but I think there's there's obviously a lot more to social media than news that's just one of the things I had written down and I've also mentioned working online and learning online and I think I'm not gonna lie I don't like using my laptop to work now so obviously I'm at uni I'm doing a uni course so in my lectures I take my laptop and I write all my notes on my laptop but anything that's not in a lecture I hand write I write it in a book because it feels like it goes into my head so much better and it feels like I'm actually learning. Whereas if I'm typing away on a laptop, I feel like I'm not productive. I feel like I'm not actually working, which obviously isn't the case because I am. Like I physically am working. I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing, but it doesn't feel right. And in one of my seminars the other day, actually, we were talking about working from home because obviously the last few years, the people, the amount of people that are working from home has like gone up massively because of the pandemic and things like that so companies now like they want people to work from home you know less people in the office less people to cater for and things like that 
So they want people to work from home. But I think if I was to work from home, I I genuinely don't think I could do it. Because I was having a conversation the other day. I think it was in the seminar, actually. If I didn't have to get up every day, get ready and go to uni and physically do my work, I would not feel half as productive as I do. Like now. Because if I'm working from home, I can just sit in my bed and do it. And yeah, it's a lot more comfortable. It's a lot more homely. It's a lot more cosy. But I wouldn't feel like I'm doing anything. Which just isn't good because I like to feel like I'm doing something good I like to feel productive I like to feel like I'm getting somewhere and I like to feel successful so typing away on a laptop all day in the four walls of my house I think would literally be the worst possible situation for me and I think a lot of people struggle working at home because you don't get out enough because your nine till five isn't your standard nine to five anymore because you know you can go to the living room whenever you want you can sit in your bed whenever you want And it's, I don't know, I feel like our idea of productivity has like massively changed because of the way we work and that ultimately it is because of online and our presence online and the fact that technology and social media and just being online full stop is so common and so ingrained in our minds that we cannot escape it now. I think we've gone way, way, way too far, way too deep into this whole into this whole online world to ever get out. Which is weird because sometimes I think about life if I didn't have a laptop, if I didn't have a phone, if I didn't have a TV. I suppose TV's different, it's not really online, is it? But if I didn't have these devices and I didn't have access to Google or to Word documents or to PowerPoint, like I do think like how would my life be different? And I'm part of one of the last generations to not be a child and not have an iPad. Because I feel like every generation that came after me, iPads, any other tablet, things like that, came into play. Now, I mentioned before, I was born in 2004, so I'm 18, nearly 19. Um, So like I said, I didn't grow up with an iPad. I didn't get a device so my first device was an ipad and i didn't get that until i was probably nine nine maybe eight i would say eight to ten i was like eight to ten and i didn't get my first phone until i was 11 and i only got my first phone because i was moving to secondary school and i'd be walking to school every day so it was a safety thing i don't think i got an instagram account until i was 12 I want to say 12, but nowadays, like, I'm scrolling on Instagram, and I'm seeing nine-year-olds putting on makeup, and recording it, and posting it on Instagram, and getting literally thousands of likes, that's wild to me, and, like, you see videos as well, where kids can't eat their dinner if they don't have an iPad in front of them, and I understand, like, it's like a toy to them, they're not, you know, posting on Instagram, and things like that, but I just really deep it sometimes, like, how, how have we got this far, How have we got to this point where literal three-year-olds cannot sit and eat their dinner without having an iPad in front of them watching Peppa Pig or watching them stupid toy unboxings on YouTube? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like we don't, we just don't process it anymore. We don't, we don't look twice when we see a kid doing whatever they're doing just on an iPad, which is weird to me because when I was a kid, I never had that. And I'm so glad I am so, so, so glad I was born the year I was born in. I say this all the time. I'm so glad I didn't have a phone growing up. I'm so glad I didn't have an iPad growing up because I was outside. You know, I'd see my friends and I'd knock on their doors and I'd say, are you coming outside? I wouldn't message them and say, you know, let's meet up. I'd physically go to their house, knock on their door and say, are you coming to the park? Yeah. But kids don't do that anymore. They message first and make a plan and then meet them instead of physically going to see them and asking if they're going to come outside. Which is weird. I've just I just really feel like Instagram, 
and the the whole of social media is just like making kids into robots almost so I'm going to leave you to think about that for a second while I have a sip of vanilla coke yeah I think kids are turning into robots I really do TikTok TikTok is one of them things where literally anyone can use it and there's so much content on there that's made for so many different kinds of audiences that kids can have a good time on TikTok. Kids can scroll and see things that they enjoy. But they can also be shown things that are not meant for kids. And I know there's things like parents can filter things that their kids see. But I don't think that stops at all. Like there's ways around it. Whether you filter things or not as a parent, I think you can still, like your child can still see some things that they're not meant to see which is just it's really damaging like, I think it's really damaging and I've I say this a lot as well I'm glad I'm not in secondary school now like I'm glad I was in secondary school when I was because I think obviously there's the whole thing with like cyberbullying and things like that but I think the extent that that's gone to kids in secondary school now most of the time just do not have a good time like you get kids in secondary school just like calling each other out over tiktok making tiktoks about each other you know posting pictures of each other and just dragging them which is horrible i'm not being funny but if i was at secondary school now i don't think i'd survive because i don't want to see people posting about me i don't want to be having arguments over tiktok dms and things like that i just want to live my school life well I have and I I did but kids now don't really have that same school experience because some kids are just horrible and like like to cause beef on Instagram and on TikTok and on Snapchat Snapchat's one of the worst ones I think obviously Snapchat's mainly used by younger people me included um and I use Snapchat to communicate with my friends and to post about a million things on my story every single day. Um, yeah, people like to mention how much I post on my story. And honestly, I have no shame. But we'll get on to that. That's another topic. But kids using Snapchat and kids in school using Snapchat, use it as a platform, you know, to post like the fights that happen after school, to do whatever, to literally make comments about each other for no reason. And it's horrible to watch, like, it's really horrible to see, because why are you doing that? Because I know that the kids doing this are going to grow up and think to themselves, why the hell was I making comments about one of my school friends over a Snapchat story? It's actually ridiculous, like, it's one of them things that, like, older people look down on and think, yeah, you're going to regret that. And I can guarantee that they do. They definitely do. They're going to regret that. I just think we need to make social media fun again. Like, do you remember the times on Instagram where people would post, like, a picture of their smoothie, like, with about four filters over the top, and it would just look so colourful and so cute? It's just a smoothie. But nowadays, you can't scroll on Instagram without seeing someone promote something, someone preaching about um, looking the way they do and being proud of themselves and being body positive, which is nice. Like, it's lovely to see. But the fact that people have to post that and make people think good of themselves again is so sad because instagram has programmed our brains into thinking that there's only certain types of people that are pretty there's only certain types of people that look nice which is why these influencers on instagram preach about body positivity because they want to make them people feel good about themselves and those people that are preaching about that are great people but the point i'm making is the fact that they've they have to do that to make people feel good in their own skin is it's sad and you know I think Instagram's just especially for women like I'm not saying it's not for men I'm definitely not saying that because I know that men scroll and see like good looking models on Instagram who are also men and they think oh my god I wish I looked like that that's just a normal thing we all do that but for girls I think it's I think it's slightly different because we're more sensitive we're a lot more sensitive and you know I think there's just like different beauty standards for both men and women 
and there's a lot more women out there who are posting things on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok about feeling good as as you are and I feel like sometimes that can actually damage you even more because you see someone you know posting and just saying like oh I'm happy the way I am like I look the way I do and I love it and blah 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 and then you think to yourself well sometimes I look the way I do and I hate the way I look and then you can't you can't match their energy you can't match their their ideas about themselves and then you just think well why why can't I feel like that but at the end of the day you know they're doing the right thing like they're doing a good thing trying to make you feel good I don't know if that makes any sense I am just waffling I did just go on a massive tangent and just waffle but I don't know if that makes sense but I guess we'll leave it at that because I think the point I'm trying to make I did get across but I don't think I'm going to explain it anymore because I feel like my words are just going to get jumbled up and you're not going to understand anymore but I did make a point that we should make social media fun again and I really do like I really really do you know that whole thing on on Instagram where people post dumps if you don't know what that is a dump is just like a load of random photos and you just put them together in a slide and just post them and I think that is so fun I genuinely think it's so fun I do it I post random photos all the time and I just put them on my Instagram because I see Instagram as something really creative. Like, I've got a creative mind. I'm a creative person. So, I see my profiles online as just, like, a creative outlet. Don't get me wrong. Sometimes I hate them. Sometimes I hate going on my phone and I hate scrolling on Instagram, just like you do. But I see it as something where I can just be myself and just put whatever I want to put out there. Because at the end of the day, I think I've realised that it's really not that deep yeah you know I'll post a picture of myself sometimes yeah I will and a lot of people do most of us do it I can guarantee most of you listening have an Instagram profile on and there's a picture of you on there I know that like we all do it but I think making it fun again is just so entertaining but there's another side to it this whole idea of doing a dump on Instagram you can scroll past them and think, wow, you know, their life looks fun. They're doing something with their life. You know, they've gone out for dinner with their family. You know, I can see they've they've gone ice skating. They've gone on holiday. They're under palm trees. They're in the sun. And then again, like, you go back into your own mind and you look at your own life and you think, well, I'm not out for dinner with my family. I'm not on holiday. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sat in bed. So I think we just need to find a balance between seeing things on Instagram that are genuinely posted as just like a creative thing and we need to stop looking at people's posts and comparing our lives now obviously there's a whole thing of like comparing yourself to other people you see online but I actually think the thing that's more damaging is comparing lives because I think the way you look is one of them things where yes it can eat you up yes it's horrible to compare yourself to someone else you see online but I think comparing your life is a whole nother scale of bad because at the end of the day your life is your life and you can make it whatever you want and if you're looking at someone's Instagram photos and you're thinking wow I'm not living that life you just go into a hole of kind of like, well, I'm not doing anything. Like, my life's boring. I'm not having fun. And then you end up just not doing anything. Which is awful, but we all we all do it. Which is so strange. And it's one of them things, it's just like, well, how do we get out of that mindset? We don't know. Because there's nothing in the world that's remotely close to social media or online at all. And like I said, it's so new that we don't know how to see things and take them with a pinch of salt anymore. Because Instagram is all we know, if you know what I mean. And I think, obviously, I've said, like, make it fun again. But I'm sitting here thinking, well, how how the hell do we make it fun again? 
because sometimes yeah it's fun like I see funny videos I see funny things and I enjoy it but how do we genuinely make it fun again I don't know I really don't know I'm not an expert I don't actually know what the hell I'm talking about but I just think we need to make it more positive and more of an exciting place and an exciting time rather than it being a place where we scroll and we just feel like shit by the end because ultimately that is what happens that is really what happens let's have a look at the book um I actually said at the start of this podcast that obviously I use social media to promote the podcast it's how I reach people it's how I ask people for questions and it's how I get people to listen to the podcasts now I don't make money from this um but there's a lot of people online that do have like a business or a creative outlet like a podcast or you know a chat show and things like that and they make money off of it now this is great like this is so beneficial and it's such an easy way to make money but there's also like the Instagram models now some people say you know this is not a real job I see a job as something you earn income from so if you're posting pictures of yourself online and you're making money I think good for you like that is your job at the end of the day but it goes back to the working from home thing it's where your home and your work are combined and I don't think that's a good thing and if you're an Instagram model or like I said you have a business or a creative thing that you do online and you earn money your work becomes your home because you can no longer sit at home anymore and scroll on your phone and feel at peace and feel relaxed because you see the notifications of the work email you know popping up and you'll probably click them and you'll probably answer the emails and it's the same thing when if you work from home and you've got your laptop out and I don't know you're watching Netflix it's the same thing you're sitting watching Netflix trying to relax but your your home is is your workplace at the end of the day and again you can get notifications all the time of emails just any notifications really that are to do with work and I just think we need to stop merging work with home because in my seminar again the other day my lecturer was talking about how we don't know how to relax anymore like we do not know how to relax and I agree with her because there's constantly new things like there's constantly stuff going into our minds because we're scrolling because we're on our phones blah blah blah. whatever you know what I mean we cannot physically relax I mean people go on their phone for what like an hour a few hours I don't know 20 minutes before they go to bed I do it everyone does and like people can't sleep people cannot get to sleep because they end up in a loophole of random things that they see on a twitter thread or a youtube video or a tiktok And you just end up finding new things and new exciting funny things and then you just end up in a loophole and you can't get out. So we can't, we can't relax like we used to. Which is weird. I keep saying things are weird but at the end of the day social media is a weird place. It's very strange. Sorry, just a sip of vanilla Coke. My Coke can actually match as my laptop case which is quite satisfying um sorry you didn't really need to know that but you do know it now work and home like I said shouldn't be combined I don't think it should be combined I don't think it's productive I don't think it's beneficial to anyone because I like the idea of having a job getting up going to work and coming home and when I'm home I'm home that's it works out of my mind but that's not the case I'm afraid it's it's really it's really not the case and there's so many things that I haven't mentioned um and I want to kind of touch on because obviously this is such a massive topic but I don't want to make the episode too long um but I've got um the idea of keeping in the loop uh written down in my book Now, if you listen to the first episode, you'd know that I don't have TikTok. I deleted it uh, just over a year ago. No. When did I delete it? End of 2021. I've forgotten what year we're in for a second. I deleted it like a year and a half ago. Yeah. 
that's right um and I mentioned in the first podcast that I was worried that I wouldn't know what's going on anymore and I won't understand people's jokes and I wouldn't be in the loop in quotation marks in the loop um and sometimes I do feel like that because people will be having conversations with me and they'll say oh do you know this person oh did you did you see this oh did you hear about that thing that happened and I'm just like no um because I don't have TikTok and I a lot of the time don't know what's going on I keep saying to everyone that because I don't have TikTok and like because I'm just kind of in my own world I'm living in Barbie dreamland um and I love it because I don't know half the stuff that's going on online because I don't have TikTok and TikTok's one of the biggest platforms if not the biggest platform to find out information to see new trends to see pretty much anything and I don't see it don't get me wrong I do see some of it because you know platforms cross over trends cross over to different platforms and things like that but there's a lot of things I don't understand and a lot of people I don't know and I'm happy living like that because I'm not missing out I am not missing a thing just because I don't know this one TikToker that makes these really cool meals or something. I don't even know. So I think if I could, I say if I could because I definitely can, but I really want to slowly delete all my social media apps. But there's so many reasons why I won't and I can't. Because one, the podcast. Two, um the way I communicate with people and three because I feel like I'll lose a source of creativity because I enjoy posting on Instagram I have another Instagram account that has like 60 followers mainly just like my close friends and like people I'm closer to and I just post a load of random rubbish from my camera roll on there and I love it I always say like it's just in case my camera roll ever gets wiped or it's in case I lose all my photos and I can access them on Instagram and that is a reason, but it's also because I just enjoy it. Like, I just enjoy updating people on my life. Even if they don't want to know. Half the people don't even care. And that's fine. And I think people need to realise that you need to stop caring what you put out on social media. Because people see, like, a million posts a day. No, or not a million, but you get what I mean. They see thousands of posts a day. They're not going to remember your one post and have an opinion on it. They're really not. Unless it's, like, really controversial and you've just, like you know done something really bad they will probably remember it but if it's just like a photo of yourself they're not gonna care they're literally not gonna care so I think we like as humans just need to stop caring about anything we put online like I said don't do anything stupid don't post stupid stuff because you know jobs and like companies check your social what is it your social footprint your online footprint and things like that they stalk your accounts of course they do they want to know who they're hiring so don't do anything stupid, but at the end of the day, don't actually care what you're posting because it's really not that deep. I don't think it's deep anyway. I just think we need to stop caring as a whole. But whatever. This is what I mean. Make it fun. Don't care. Just let loose. Do what you want to do because no one, literally no one will remember. No one's bothered about what you're posting. They're worried about themselves. And I think we should keep it that way. Um. God. I feel like I've been in here for 10 minutes and I've just recorded 34 minutes of me rambling. I don't know. I feel like I'm going to say this in every podcast because it actually baffles me how long I actually talk and how short of a time it feels. Whatever. Right. I want to touch on this really, really quickly before I get onto some Instagram comments. Um, I wrote down in my book the age that you should be introduced to social media. Now, I've told you what age I got an Instagram account and things like that. Um, but I also mentioned kids getting an iPad when they're like three. Um, which I don't really agree with. But if I ever have kids, it'll, I'll probably do the same. I will probably do the same, which isn't great. But it's normal now, which is annoying. Um... But I think we need to think about, like, as my generation get older, I think we need to think about whether we want to, like, introduce technology and social media to our kids at the age we got it or at the normal age now. Because I don't think I'll give my child a phone until they're, like, 10, 11. Because I just don't think it's necessary. Like, I want my kid to go outside and play in the park and knock on their friend's door like I used to and ask them to come outside and come to the park 
because that's fun that's what being a kid is about but like I wouldn't be surprised if my generation end up having kids and giving them phones when they're five years old because like I keep repeating it's normal now but how the hell do we escape the normal if it's not good for us I really don't know but I think if I keep talking about it I'm just gonna worry myself and get really scared because I feel like the world's gonna end because all we talk about no not all we talk about all we consume is online articles and online posts and things like that so I'm gonna move on to some things that I've received on Instagram now today on Instagram I asked people for their pros and cons about social media and being online in general and I've had quite a few actually and I've read through a few of them and they're really quite interesting so I hope you will enjoy this little segment I'm gonna do this for every podcast I'm gonna ask um on Instagram for things for every podcast because I really like hearing your opinions and discussing them so actually quick sip of coke Mm. that one started bubbling okay the first one we have is so someone said I don't know how to say this but like fake perfect lifestyles you see online and how we're expected to live this way now I'm not gonna lie I can't remember if I really covered this in the episode but this is something I did want to talk about um we see so many posts and so many pictures of people and we think wow they're perfect And in the back of our heads, we know that that's not necessarily what they look like. We know that they're not sat at home right now looking the best of the best. We're aware of that, but we still see the post and think, wow, she looks nice or wow, he looks good or wow, their life looks perfect. Why don't I live like that? And okay, I need to start doing this. I need to start living like this. No, you don't. You shouldn't see a post and think that you need to change. And I know it's hard to take in because I do the same thing. Like I see a video of people being like really productive in a day and like doing a lot with their day. And I think, oh, I want to do that today. I want to be really productive because I saw someone else do it. That's just the way we as humans learn. Like think about babies, like they see someone say something or like do do something and they copy it. Like it's the way we're wired to work but in this instance it's not a good thing we shouldn't have to see a a tiktok of someone going to the gym to influence us to go to the gym or to make us go to the gym because at the end of the day if you want to go to the gym go to the gym you shouldn't feel like you have to just because someone else is and it's such a hard topic because I'm saying this all now, but I can guarantee that tomorrow or the next day I'm going to do the exact same thing that I've just said isn't good. So it's really a tough one, but I understand what you're saying. Like we're expected to live in a certain way and we're expected to live this lavish lifestyle where we eat avocado on toast every morning. But realistically, no, we're not. Most people don't even eat breakfast. Well, I say most people, I don't eat breakfast, but do you know what I mean? We're expected to make dinner that looks incredible and smells incredible and meal prep and save it for three days time because that's what's seen as productive and a good way to live but we don't and we shouldn't we shouldn't do things and see someone's quote-unquote perfect life and think okay time to make mine perfect because it's perfect the way it is babe don't change okay next one this one this one made me laugh. Someone said, seeing everyone's annoying fucking political activism on social media, it's so annoying. I'm not going to lie, I don't know a thing about politics. Literally nothing. Not a clue. I haven't got a clue what's going on. So I can't actually comment on the content too much. But I do agree in the sense that people shouldn't post their political views online because political views are controversial anyway you know people don't tell people what party they vote for and things like that because it's just an opinion and it's a controversial topic and posting it on social media yeah do it if you want but like I don't think it really makes a difference and I think it just causes too much of a stir I think it causes too much harm than good because like I said it's a political view and it's a controversial topic And I think that should be left to the MPs and to everyone that's actually in that field 
rather than everyone on social media. But on the other hand, don't get me wrong, when there's political issues and things that need to be changed and people speak out about it online, it can be really influential. Like it can be a reason for things in the government to change because so many people are vouching for them on Instagram and on Twitter and things like that. Like Boris Johnson, you know, he got a million and one complaints on Twitter and Instagram. He got absolutely slated. And I think, I know it's I know it's weird to wrap your head around, but sometimes it takes that kind of online acknowledgement to realise what's actually wrong in the world of politics. And I don't think that should be the case. I think they should just deal with their own stuff on their own because that's their field, that's their work. They deal with that, we don't, you know. But politics as a whole, politics as a whole is just a hard one. It really is. It, it's a difficult one and it always will be because it's politics at the end of the day. And I think I should stop, stop talking about it because, like I said, I don't know actually a thing about politics. And I probably should, but I don't. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, the next one is, it doesn't make you a good person. It just makes you look pretentious as fuck. Let's look up the definition for pretentious and see if I agree. Because I know what pretentious means. Um, but let's just see what the actual definition is. So the definition is attempting to impress by affecting greater importance or merit than is actually possessed. Now, I think, I think, yes, people do try to impress on social media. Yes, I think a lot of the time that's what it's about. People put a post out out there and expect comments and expect people to compliment the way the way they look so yeah you are attempting to impress without a doubt but the part of the end of the definition that says affecting greater importance or merit than is actually possessed now I don't know I don't know about that because you can be a very very confident person and post on Instagram and get compliments and your confidence might not change because it's already high. So I don't think I don't think as many people post with the intent of fishing for compliments or you know impressing people as you think. I think a lot of people do still see it as fun, but yes, you're right there is a handful of people that post and expect things back and expect all the likes and expect everything to come back to them. Which isn't good because at the end of the day, you might not actually get that and it can just put you down even further. And that's not what social media should be about. It shouldn't be about trying to get the most comments, trying to get the most likes and things like that. Because that's just that's just so damaging to your mind. It really, really is. But pretentious, I'm not sure is it's the right word, but I don't think everyone does that i think there is still genuine people out there that post on social media for fun and you said it doesn't make you a good a good person you said it doesn't make you a good person it just makes you look pretentious as fuck now i don't know i really don't know because obviously you don't know the person who's behind the post well a lot of the time you don't anyway so I think you shouldn't be too quick to judge and say it doesn't make you a good person because they could just be posting for fun. They could just be posting because they like the picture of themselves. You n literally never know. And I think that's one thing people need to take away from social media is you see a photo of someone and you have absolutely no clue what they're thinking in that moment. You have absolutely no clue what's going on in their life. Nothing, like nothing at all. You have no idea. Which can be a good thing it can be a really bad thing but I think it just needs to be remembered and taken into account coke break sorry I'm trying to finish the can before I walk home because I don't want to have to have my hands out because it's quite cold outside so I don't want to have to hold the can when I'm walking home anyway okay someone's put pros you stay connected and meet new people and then they've also put also promotion. 
Now, I actually wrote promotion in my book, actually, because I spoke about it already. Like this, Social media is the way I promoted the podcast. Social media is the way I, I have listeners, um, which I'm very grateful for. Um, and I also did touch on the idea of communicating and staying connected to people. But I didn't actually mention meeting new people. Now, on the way to the podcast today, I was actually thinking about social media. And if I didn't have social media, my first week at uni would be quite different. Now, I knew a handful of people that were on my course, or I knew some of my flatmates before I came to uni, solely because of social media. Um, You know, using Facebook, using Instagram to find out people that were here. And it made my uni journey a lot smoother. And I think if I didn't have that, I wouldn't be in the same position I am now and I'm very grateful that social media gives us a platform to reach out to people and to meet people and to stay connected so yeah I do agree with you the same person has actually also written some cons um they've said bullying and all that um yeah I mean yeah I agree that's a con like I mentioned the whole secondary school thing and how I wouldn't want to be in secondary school now because There's so many horrible children out there that will just bully you to the ground over Snapchat. It's horrible. Their other cons were scammers. Now, I don't really think about this sometimes because... I don't know, because obviously I know that it's very common, but because it hasn't happened to me, I think, well, I don't really really know what I think about that. Now, obviously, it's not great. It really is a con, and it's become so easy for people to scam people because of the online world but I think we're made so aware that these things can happen that we see you know a text message that seems a bit dodgy and we don't reply we see a link that gets sent to us and we don't click it because we know not to click it like it's been drilled into our minds not to click and not to look because you know you'll get a virus you'll be hacked and there's actually this girl I follow I don't even know how many followers she has I think like a million, something like that. And her TikTok got hacked. Um, And she made an Instagram post saying like, this is like my job, this is my whole life and it's just been hacked and who knows if she'll be able to get it back. Which is terrifying. Like, this is why I said, I don't think we should combine work, work and home life because things like this can happen. And when you lose one, you're going to lose the other because they are one thing, which is horrible so the last instagram comment i have is that social media is awful for self-esteem and body image and it can be very negative and harmful yes i agree and i think everyone would agree which is very sad that we as humans would all agree with this because like i said before how the hell did we get to this point where people sharing posts of themselves make us feel awful about ourselves um it's not nice it really isn't um but like I said I think we just need to take things with a pinch of salt I really do because you know you'll see a a gorgeous supermodel on your Instagram feed and at the end of the day yeah you know you don't look like her but you can't then look in the mirror and think no I'm awful looking I'm ugly I can't do this today yes we all have our down days of course we do but you shouldn't let your emotions be controlled by something you see online as hard as it is I think you just need to keep repeating that to yourself um and I hope everyone listening doesn't scroll through Instagram after this and sees a photo of someone and thinks wow my life's boring and I'm ugly because that's not what I want to come out of this podcast I want people to just take it not too deeply don't take it to heart because at the end of the day there's a person behind the screen also who's sharing that post and they do the same thing they also look in the mirror and think wow I don't look good today they think the exact same as you even though you've just seen an incredible photo of them they don't look like that all the time they don't like they really really don't They've probably taken about 50 photos of themselves that day and that's the only one that they like or that's the only one that they look worthy of a post for. So 
you know, don't beat yourself up about it. Just really try hard not to. And I think it's important to take social media breaks. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, and I don't know if you listened to the first podcast, but I mentioned the fact that throughout my A-levels, I would delete Instagram and Snapchat and Twitter and all the rest for a couple of days and I'd get it back. And it was a nice break. Um, because it just resets your mind a little bit. And yeah, you might miss some funny TikTok videos, but you know, it's not the end of the world. It really, really isn't. Like, it just isn't, full stop. So take the breaks that you need. And you might think, well, well, how am I going to message my friends? Call them. Message them normally. You don't need to be messaging on Snapchat and things like that. Delete them for a few days and just use messages and just call them and just FaceTime them. That's what these platforms are there for, you know? So don't think that because you deleted Snapchat for a few days, you're not going to speak to anyone because that is not the case. And actually have conversations in person. That's also very important. Make sure you do that because we don't want to lose that part of the the world either because that would be awful. But anyway, guys, um, we've reached nearly an hour on the podcast today and I did say that I don't want to make any episode longer than an hour because... I feel like that's just a bit long to listen to, isn't it, really? I say that now, but watch me later on in life, you know, record a two-hour episode. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. Um, I hope you feel maybe not better, but I hope you feel more aware about social media after this podcast. I hope you feel more aware that you shouldn't, you shouldn't take things to heart and you shouldn't, you know, consume everything that you see as a form of truth because it's not a lot of it's fake a lot of it is and I hope you come to realize that and I hope you treat social media now as something more creative and something that isn't a competition because it's not a competition what's a competition is your you know your year six sports day not your Instagram account it's not So I'm going to wrap up the episode here. Thanks again for everyone who is a consistent listener. Thank you to everyone who follows the Instagram, which is at chatshitshow.pod, if you didn't already know. Um, If this is the first episode that you've listened to, then go back and listen to the others because, you know, get a a better insight on other topics I talk about. Get a better insight of what kind of person I am as well. So, um, yeah, make sure you keep sharing the podcast rate it on spotify um leave a review actually on apple podcasts and there's also a new feature on spotify where you can actually leave feedback which is very nice it's like a little q a section so if you want to do that go and do it i would really really appreciate it and stay tuned for more episodes and anything that you want me to talk about just send me a dm on instagram which sounds a bit bad now that i've just done a whole episode on social media but it's a way you can reach me so yeah thank you everyone for listening and enjoy the rest of your day enjoy your week enjoy your month enjoy your year and i'll see you next time for another episode of the chat shit show